Barbara Streisand. Well, most of the time I'm Barbara Streisand, except for eight times a week when I'm also the funny girl on Broadway. And that's one of the reasons that I'm so happy about doing this television show for Kempstrand in April, because it stars Barbara Streisand playing... Barbara Streisand. It's been a long time since I've been on television, almost, almost two years. Just think, my own one-hour-long network television show. I'm looking forward very much to working on it. But they tell me there'll be 40 million people who watch the television show. Well, I have a big family. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, this is Tony Camille, and you are listening to TV Confidential. There's a musical on Broadway now called Funny Girl. It's based on the life of Fanny Bryce. It's very good. I like it. In fact, I go there every night. Julie Stein has written a great, great score along with Bob Merrill. And here are some of the songs. Ed Robertson welcoming you to tonight's edition of TV Confidential, radio talk show about television. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us as they bring us This Week in TV History. And Tony's segment, as always, is brought to us by our friends at Story Salon, Southern California's longest-running, regularly-performing live storytelling ensemble with live shows every Wednesday night in Studio City at the Art Parlor in Valley Village. For more information, go to storysalon.com or facebook.com forward slash Story Salon. What do you have for us tonight? All right, so let's go back uh, 50 years. April 28, 1965. My Name is Barbara Ooh. is Barbara Streisand's debut television special. This is before uh, This is before Funny Girl. Before the a, film yeah. version of Funny Girl. Yeah. yeah. But she had done it on Broadway 65, so that would have been, was Funny Girl 19... Funny Girl, yeah, the movie uh, was 68, so 67, I, 68. So I'd say like sixty-three, uh, maybe. Funny girl on Broadway. I would say sixty-three, yeah. sixty-four, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So, so already, and uh, so I'm way going off memory, not off. Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm going off. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> glancing my my notes here, and I don't have that. But yeah, I, Barbara Streisand' uh, breakout year as a singer came in 1963 when she released her first two albums and won her the first two Grammys. She began appearing live and. Uh, some of the most prominent nightclubs around the country. The following year, she was a showbiz phenomenon. Even further nominations from Grammys and Tonys after wowing Broadway critics and audiences. And her first leading role is Fanny Bryce in Funny Girl. Yet even then, in a Time Magazine cover article in 1964, it is noted that many people still say who when they hear her name. 
that probably changed once and for all on April 28, 1965, when millions of American television viewers tuned into a solid primetime hour of the 22-year-old Barbara Streisand and her first-ever TV special. This is CBS, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. CBS did... This is CBS, the era of the Gary Moore show, uh, the era of the Danny Kaye show. uh, This was one year removed from the Julie Garland show, so they were... They were doing big, you know, big, big budget, uh, as close to an event type variety show um, mm-hmm. as, as you can get in 1965, and this was a big deal for them. But the, the, when you're looking at the name of the show, right, and and you know, she was not what what we see her as now. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this was this was this was a big deal for her, and also just for television and the start of something amazingly big. Also remember, CBS. This is also the time when they had all the hillbilly shows on. Well, too. yeah, but they but they were still the Tiffany. They network. were still the Tiffany Network. They had not become the hillbilly network yeah. yet. Yeah. So they they always had that uh, reputation at that time. I would imagine if um, I, I would imagine this is a show that Mike Dan mm-hmm. uh, would would have been proud to have been a. Yes, I, I bet he would because you know this is you know Gilligan was on at this time too. Yeah. yeah. Let's put it this way. Beverly Hillbillies and Gilligan were not were not shows that Mike Dan was proud of, but he liked talking about the variety shows. Yes, because again, those are very prestigious. And, and this, from what I have seen of it, I've never seen the whole thing. What a class act! Yeah, beautifully done special. And uh, yeah, I mean, we don't have variety shows at all now, really. Not not in this. Not in that sense. I mean, the closest no. thing to variety shows is something like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Uh, let's see. However, numerous as they might have been, and CBS executives were thrilled with the results of My Name is Barbara as a huge critical and ratings hit on this night in 1965. It won two Emmys and a Peabody Award and helped Barbara Streisand truly become a household name, further ensuring the success of the later Streisand TV specials like Color Me Barbara and The Bell of 14th Street in 1967. What were the, what were the, do you have the, uh, do you have the audience numbers for My Name is Barbara? No, no I do not have the audience numbers, just that the CBS suits were thrilled. Okay, well, they, okay, they were thrilled because you, you fit, okay, let, let's just say that maybe conservatively one third of the television wadi, uh, watching audience were watching that night. This is, this is in a three network universe when those numbers meant a lot mm-hmm. more than they do today. Yes. Yeah, well, you, when you see how many households had TVs yeah. and how many TVs were in the household, yeah. which was usually one at this point. So you figure, you know, one out of every three. Yeah, people you know, were. Or, or two out of every five households were watching that night. That's that's a significant. It's staggering. Yeah. And this is, you know, everybody in the family would be seated in front of the TV. You did not have uh, you know, the the way it is now. So yeah, that was very very significant. What year did she release Stony? Stony End. Oh, that was in the early seventies. That's what I thought. I I mean, she, she had a she had a she had a pop hit that year. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, wow. That was that was years later. She went from the as I call it the classical Barbara in the sixties, and then came into the seventies. And her sound, her uh, not her voice, but her sound change was much more pop. Yeah, Mama, won't you come on over? Yeah, but Stony End. Yeah, Stony End. So yeah. by the time she did her version of A Star Is Born, which I think was seventy six, seventy six, with Chris Christopherson. Yeah, and that you know that I think the album is you know that was huge, but it was also slightly different. But you 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 talk about a woman who has conquered pretty much every mountain. 
you could you could conquer you know Broadway stage, yeah. uh, Grammy. You know not only for her Broadway soundtrack but also pop music. She had a nice motion picture career as a lead actress, sixties throughout the seventies, and then she trans uh, she moved into uh, directing in the eighties and oh, Yentl. Yes. Yentl. Yeah. These days she, she's remembered. Mostly for her political point of view, which I think is unfortunate, because uh, I mean, not not that not, no, not, not that, her that point of, not of her point of view is unfortunate, but the fact that we remember her mostly for her point of view and we, for forgetting her her accomplishments prior to that. Oh well, remember she recently did a concert tour. Everything was sold out immediately, yeah. and I just people who saw it said it was incredible. I was at uh, the Stephen Sondheim birthday celebration at the Hollywood Bowl a few years back, which was just star-studded. Every every five minutes, somebody else was coming out onto that stage, and it was an amazing evening. And towards the end of it, Barbara Streisand is on stage. Audience was on their feet. People were crying. It was someone who I never expected to see live being right in front of me, someone who has always admired. I mean, it was it was a phenomenal moment for not just myself, but a lot of people in the audience that night. She got an Oscar for uh, Funny Girl. Funny, Funny Girl. Girl, and and what did she say when she held the statuette? Hello, gorgeous. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I believe she and Catherine Hepburn both won that night. Yeah, they. Uh, that was a right. that was a tie. It yeah. was only one of I believe it's only one of two times that. Uh, the Academy wa- awarded the Best Actor or Best Actress award to two people on the same night. For some reason, I think Helen Hayes factored in the other occasion. Yeah. Okay. Because I could look it up, but you could look. Uh, uh, yeah, we we, I'm, we know I'm, the Academy I'm, I'm sometimes that now, yeah. you you look at you know the nominees and the underdog wins because yeah. the 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 two big powerhouses cancel each other out with the votes. For for some reason, I think Frederick March. When he won for Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, this is back 30 or 31. I believe that was also two actors were awarded that night. So it's mm-hmm. happened like two or three times in Oscar. It is rare. It is rare. But uh, she, uh, you know, she's been in a lot of the live shows, live performances, things mm-hmm. like that. She is a little bit more uh, uh, elusive. She's a little bit more shy. So when she does make an appearance, it's a big yeah. deal. And a uh, couple of instances come to mind. Uh, she walked on SNL once, and uh, uh, it was Coffee Talk. So, uh, and you had that's right. I remember you had Madonna, that. who was also a, a, a huge cameo, mm-hmm. uh, but she was part of the sketch. And so you had Mike Myers and Roseanne Barr and Madonna, who they were all playing. You know, basically the Jewish women talking over coffee. Madonna was stealing the sketch. With her 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 characterization, uh, Roseanne was kind of you know mama a little bit more quiet, and they were talking about Barbara Streisand, and everything was compared to butter, like butter. It was like butter, <laughs> and then at just before the sketch went dark, uh, Barbara just walks in behind them all and said, "All this talk about butter girl is making me hungry," and, and she just kind of walks off, and they all you know freak out. But that was all. Uh, kind of a, a surprise to, to throw that in there. I mean, that was that was huge. And uh, the post nine eleven Emmys broadcast where uh, Ellen DeGeneres hosted, which you know, first of all, props to her for doing the show that had been canceled mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. 
and you know everybody's on pins and needles for a variety of reasons. And when it comes time to end, and she said, well, it's time to say goodnight, and then there's this thunderous applause. And she says, no, but there's one way that we're going to close out the show. And so she had a very subtle goodnight, and then they just cut to Barbara closing out singing, which everybody was just, you know, Barbara is actually on this live broadcast. What did she sing? Was it something patriotic? Was it? Was it God bless America? I'm trying. I'm, I'm hearing God bless America. That would be or Ameri- well, That's yeah. what I think. Or yeah. America the Beautiful. But I'm thinking it was God bless America. That's yeah. what I get yeah. in my head. I would bet. I, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, because you know, first of all, again, Ellen really hit it out of the park, yeah. and I mean, that was probably one of the most difficult hosting gigs yeah. that one could ever. I, I would say Johnny Carson the night after Reagan was shot, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and uh, I know the Oscars were preempted after Dr. Martin Luther King was was killed. It was preempted, uh, I think, a week. But uh, right. you know, and, this and one was, yeah. Because yeah. the Emmys were, were postponed twice, first because of 9-11 and the second because of uh, the, we, the we, bombing in yeah. Afghanistan, right? Yeah, so they did. So, you know, for Ellen to come out there and, you know, it's like, she she could have just said goodnight and we could have ended, but then to bring out Barbara Streisand to close out the show, that was and, and even, phenomenal. And, and even though Barbara, aside from My Name is Barbara and the other special she did in the 60s, even though she's not really known for television, she is married to James Brolin, who is yes. Dr. Yes. Kylie and Marcus yes. Welby. Yeah, and so she's the stepmom of Josh Brolin. That's who right. Is, That's right. Uh, definitely rising. And, and she has a son with uh, Elliot Gould. That's right. Yeah. Elliot Gould was also a fixture in television. Yes, so uh, so she, she's connected. She is connected. She is definitely connected. Child of Television, not blogspot.com. Child of Television, not blogspot.com. Also, storysalon.com. www.storysalon.com. Tony and Donna, we will see you both next time. Marvin J. Wolf will join us when we come back on TV Confidential. One more item, if you find yourself working from home these days, and let's face it, we're all working from home these days, and are looking for a simple way to operate your business by phone, you might want to check out Grasshopper. Grasshopper, the new virtual phone system designed specifically for entrepreneurs. Grasshopper works like a traditional phone system without any of the hassle. That's because you don't have to buy any hardware or install any software. Everything is done virtually. You can manage it online or by phone. That means callers can reach you wherever you are, any time of the day, on your cell phone. Check out trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV confidential to check out how it works. With Grasshopper, you will sound more professional. You can run your business from anywhere while keeping your work life and your family life separate. Go to trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV confidential and save $50 on your first order. You get a toll-free or local number for your business with multiple extensions. You can set up each extension with custom call forwarding to any phone in the world, as well as send or receive text messages from your business number, get voicemails emailed to you as audio attachments, and a whole lot more. Plans start as low as 12 bucks a month, and there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV confidential and save $50 on your first order. That's trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV Confidential. Trygrasshopper.com forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at 
tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.